So I just pull back, bro. I light this joint and I start smoking, bro. Next thing you know, I'm high as f. All right? Nice. And I'm, la I'm laughing. I'm, That's a deadly I'm laughing the whole time. Yo, I'm high as f. I got a ballistic missile as a penis that I can't feel. <laughs> <laughs> Lord's a Jewish carpenter, dude. What's JC. He? Oh, JC. Oh, good old uh, JC was a carpenter. A Jewish carpenter and an Episcopalian. Did you know That's that Jewish true. carpenter is also That's JC? That's not true at all. <laughs> That's weird. Is I it? just thought of it before you said it. Oh, yeah? You're a linguistics expert. Welcome to the show. Oh, huh. thanks. And welcome to the show. <laughs> to this show, Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. We're about to hit 2 million subscribers. Are we about to hit two million I subscribers? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Finally. I don't. It's at like five already. You, you know what? Know. The numbers experience a slight boost. I think a lot of people from the vlogs are coming over. They're interested in us when we talk at length, long form. What if they're just a bunch of jerker offers from Lana Rhodes' channel? I, I, I worry about that because we, we think – so Mike's getting numbers on his vlogs and like Instagram. He's popping off everything, but I'm worried they're just masturbators. They just turn on my channel and like, what can I wank off, dude? Bro, some dude – some dude. All right, so Mike's girlfriend thing sort of is like an adult film star. We all know Lana Rhodes. And uh, some dude DM Mike. And he said, hey, man, just had a wank to your girl. I get <laughs> Like how often, how often does that happen? Is that – okay? It's not okay. Like, it's, it's not I'll, cool. I'll, I'll tell you you why couldn't do it to anyone else. I'll tell you why it's not cool. All right, ready? Imagine you, 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 you masturbate, right? You do a thing. Yeah. We're guys, we do that. <laughs> the first thing you do is pick up your phone. And DM, DM another. That's DM, weird. DM a dude, a dude about it. That part. Like, that part's weird. He's for, like admitting his own fault. For me, for me, it doesn't. <laughs> for me, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me that much. You guys have to understand, bro. For someone to be like open enough life-wise to have a relationship with someone who has done a 10-person gangbang, obviously they don't really give a fuck that much if you're jerking off to them. Like, like what are you going to say to me that I honestly give a fuck about, dude? I just, I more so care about the kid who's like, just, he's like really saying, hey, Mike, I'm so alone right now and I'm thinking about you. Like, he just jerked off your girlfriend, but like, yeah, why would he message you? Like, he's, he's that alone? Well, I, he like, I jerk off to Mike's girlfriend. You said oh, in the vlog oh, recently. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's you know why but did you, you know tell why I think it? it's okay? Yeah, I did in the vlog. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I clickbait. So maybe it's the right thing to do. I have it's, no way. Yeah, go ahead. Here's why, dude. <sighs> yeah, Lana Rhodes. Can we say her name? Her real name? No, I don't, no. I would, okay, people, so, people. I'm sure it's out there, right, but it's right, not. Right, what about first name? No, nah, just let's just. All right, can yeah. I give her an arbitrary name? Yeah, of course. Let's call it. Let's call her Stephanie. Okay. So Lana Rhodes is a stage name. Yeah. Stephanie is is the girl in real real yeah. life. Yo, Lana Rhodes is not Stephanie. Uh, not the, even close. Not, not mm. even not even close. Like I tell people this. Like I'll have my girls ask me like, "Oh, yo, what's she like?" Like I've never hung out with a porn star. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the girl you meet in real life. Uh, Stephanie is not like a porn star. She's just like a, like a fun like down to earth girl. Normal who's, girl who's, who's really oddly like driven and passionate more so than even us. Like all she does is like work. That's all she does. It's and by impressive. the way, that's one of the reasons why me and her get along so well is because I'm actually quite turned on by her, by her work ethic. I mean, she wakes up, she mm -hmm. grinds. She is, she is, Stephanie is a boss ass bitch. Yeah. She makes, in case you didn't know this, she makes way more fucking money than me. She's constantly trying to buy me shit, which I don't want her to, and I haven't let her, but like that's, and that's a side note, but she is a boss. Yo, she, she works. She got constantly she's always working she's always running her snapchat her her uh merch she's got a, a merchandise company that does really well her clothing but yo to your point contrary to the to that thought and you know 
against the the way the rest of the porn stars that we've met are, she is very reserved in real life. She's not this sexual deviant that you guys have 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 come. Could you, could but you know imagine? Her. But she can become that, right? Yeah, I mean, she she throws down. She throws fucking down, of course. Compared bro. compared but, to the gangbangs, talking. Yeah, to me. it's different. Stephanie's not out there like swallowing seven swords at one nah, time. She's not, and she actually she actually does not like cum. I find that so weird. She she actually despises it. What, she, her she, her reaction is get it off of me. How is that possible, Mike? She she so, okay. So ready for this? Here, here's the observation I've made. She is so driven by business and by making money and and being financially secure and financially uh, independent that she went and did things over the course of eight months. Now, keep in mind, she worked for eight months. That's it. Eight fucking months. And it's been number one, eight fucking months and has been number (laughs) one for however long. But the reason I think she did things, which she has told me she really did not like doing all that much Mm. was because there was a ton of money in it. And so I think like now that she doesn't have to do those things anymore, like, well, I'm, I'm glad she's done daily clogging. Yeah. Daily clogging. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, people ask me like, there have been some people that have been like, yo, what happened with Emily? Or like, what happened with this girl? To be honest with you, like, I don't know if I could date a currently performing adult film star. That's, I just, that's, I, yeah. Like, like she come, like, I just don't know if I could do that. I spent a lot of time with them and I, and I had a lot of fun with them, but I just don't well, know if I could be serious. Like she doesn't do it anymore. She's retired. I want to ask a question. It's a question that we uh, have been going back and forth in this house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is, what's, what's better? What's more desirable? I don't know how to say this. Uh, so porn stars, women who fuck on camera, um, versus like a girl in LA that doesn't fuck on camera here, but has sex with exponentially more men than the porn star does. And, and, and the listener for, cause I tweeted about this and the person listening to this doesn't believe this and they don't, under, they can't wrap their mind around it. But there are girls in LA that I know very well that go out to Warwick and hide and poppy on Mondays. And they're out four to six times a week that have exponentially more bodies than even your favorite veteran porn star. These, these porn stars at the highest level, like I said on the on the Garcia podcast, are having sex with a very small stable of very elite men in the industry. Because there's like there's like seven to ten like male major yeah. male actors yeah. who are, by the way, tested constantly. Now, from the outside, people look at porn stars and they say, Oh, that's that's horrifying. Like, how could you ever date one? These aren't even people, and they have their thoughts about them. But then they go to Warwick and they leave and have unprotected sex with a girl who has put down 75 to 100 bodies already in 2020 and has not been tested since 2018. So it's 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 all very murky water, but it's also to me I don't have to explain myself. Like this like Lana has been married, has been married for the past 3 years. She's which, just which in the is, midst which of which is a, like another like fascinating uh conundrum here. Like yeah. uh, now that part to me is more fascinating than the porn part. The porn part I can get by. You have a past. I used to do heroin. <laughs> I used to do heroin wow, every single true. day. Every <laughs> single fucking day I would wake up and the first thing I would do would be heroin. Yeah. So like no and no one says, "Oh, Mike, like you, you you used to do that for 8 years. I can't believe a girl would date you." No one says that, but mm. they say, "Oh, she used to have sex on camera." And so like like I said, none of this is perfect. It's all very strange to me, but I think it gets in the way of like people's <laughs> ideal re- relationship between other people, right? Like, oh my god, 
I've seen your girlfriend having sex. Like, congrats. Yeah. I, I congrats. have to, I have to really check myself here because like that sentence has no effect on me anymore. <laughs> like I'm, I'm so numb to everything, dude. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine that in like the real world, like, cause we really are numb to a lot of things. Cause we're Mike. bubbled up. We're, bub- we're in this bubble more so than even the LA bubble. Facts. Like our life is, is just this weird thing that makes renders us uh, emotionless to a lot of things that like strike people a very, very different way than it does us. And I get, and I get it. And I know you get it too. I get it very viscerally. I understand that. And, it, and, and by the way, it's, it's, it's not something that I was just automatically like, yo, this is what, that's nothing. Like what she chooses to do with her, but like, yes, I deal with that. I ha- of course I've, it's an obstacle that I've had to overcome. Nice. You know what I'm oh, saying? Nice. But it was strong. But, yeah. but, but, but like, yo, like, you know, like what the fuck are you gonna do? She's a sweet girl. She's driven. She, she you makes know, you so much better, which is what what I what I am most fascinated about. You Mike stopped eating carbs. He went on a uh, juice cleanse yesterday. He ran twice. He ran twice, he ran twice on a juice cleanse. One day. I didn't eat any food. <laughs> not not no bad food. I ate no food yesterday. I mean, it was juice. I had juice, but more than anything, I'm not. Since the New York situation, I have fucking. I, I'm I'm all, I'm good. hands off, bro. And and I really thought. That once all these girls found out that I was in a relationship, they would respect the relationship and oh. kindly fuck off. Oh, is that what you thought? <laughs> uh, that's where you're always oh, wrong. Oh, every time you're in a relationship is the only time that the champs come flocking it at you. It is so bad. Everyone knows. It is so bad. <laughs> Everyone knows. When you're single, life wants you to be single. When you're taken, life wants you to be single. Wait, when you're single, life wants you to be taken. Right. And when you're taken, life wants you to be right. single. I have a picture here. We went out to a, a party Evan invited us to. It's actually pretty good. And this is Mike now. Like when we go out, this is this is staple Mike. Just in the corner, balled up, closed off, not looking for any interaction from from anyone, really. Maybe some guys telling him they like their their the his show, the this night shift. This is such an artistic picture. But... Um, no, no women allowed. And I, I saw. I have to give my friend a pat on the back because oh you did a good job. And I noticed that women were throwing themselves at you because of this relationship. Th- Mike, I went up to my room. I went up to my room, bro. <laughs> it's one a.m. and I'm not. I'm not really trying to trying to throw it down no, this you, night, right? You, so I go up to my room to go to sleep. You're already in bed, and a girl comes skipping out of my bathroom. <sighs> a girl that David invited, random blonde girl. I was like, what the. F- I was like, hey, Dave, Dave, there's a girl in my room. And Dave comes upstairs and she's like, hey, you know, she'd been partying on it. She's like, hey, like, uh, where's Mike? And I was like, I can't tell you because I know Mike's wiped up and you just can't. Like, you just can't. She goes, where's Mike? I'm horny and I want to fuck. I'm like, first off, you just skipped around my bathroom. Like, you got to go, go, go. You got to leave. <laughs> you got to leave right now. I start getting DMs. Wait, don't, don't leave this picture. Oh, shit. Who's this demon over Mike's shoulder just hiding in the back? Oh, my oh, God. I don't know how I feel Could be about you. any of that. Dude, I start getting these DMs. Oh, my That's God. I actually hell. don't know about that. That might oh, be it's you. me. <laughs> oh, no. Even worse. <laughs> I, I told you that night because that, that, that was one of the girls right there that David brought home. Hey, can we say is that, that cool? No, I'm not saying names, but that's half of her face. Like, I don't think anybody's going to fucking identify her. But he brings these two girls back home. And I go to Logan. I go, hey, man, I need you to just monitor the situation. Let me know what you're seeing. Maybe maybe I'm imagining things. 
I have posted myself on the farthest love sack away from all of the action. I am hands off. I'm not even talking to anyone. I've said not a single word to anyone. You were standing there. I'm on yeah. my phone. Yeah. All of a sudden I look and now the girls are on the love sack next to me. Then I look again and now the girls are on the love sack with me. Now I look again and one of the girl's hands is slowly approaching my penis. Now I look again and this girl has crawled inside of Mike's body. Body. <laughs> and she has taken over my soul. No, so I go, I go, I go, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't even say anything, actually. I didn't even say anything. I went into my bedroom and I said, this is the only place that I'll be safe. They don't know me. They don't know how to find me. Two minutes later, I get a DM. Where are you? I start getting those disposable pictures, the bombs that explode that say, let me come up. I can keep my mouth closed. With, with the zipped mouth emoji. I go, this can't be fucking real. Why am I? Because, yo, yo, I'm sitting there. By the way, I have a, I got a boner now, dude. Like, like this girl's on the attack. But I know that if I fuck this up with Lana again, bro, there's no coming back from it, bro. And so now, two minutes later, I get another DM. At this point, I'm furiously masturbating, dude. I'm like, I'm going to clear these fucking pipes out. This girl's got no chance. Even if she comes in the room, I'm going to have a wet noodle, dude. That's it. She goes all around the house, finds her way into Logan's room. So I'm like, perfect. She'll just fuck Logan. I've been through this this before. Yo, yo, in the past, I would have stepped up to the plate. I'm in a very weird spot in my life. I, I, you're up. I have, I have, I have trouble having sexual intercourse with women who I'm not like super attracted to mentally. Right. Like if I don't know you, I'm not going to like, I can't just can't fuck a stranger anymore. I, I you, you've been changed. Anyways, I was I'm punching the pillow at this point, and it just I'm like fuck, fuck. I'm texting Lana. I'm like, where where the fuck are you? She's like, babe, we hung out six nights in a row. It's probably not good that we hang out tonight. She called them I'm codependent. Like, no, I'm they, like, they said they were. Yeah, we are codependent. I'm like, where the fuck are you, babe? It's one a.m. I fucking need you, and she's just not responding. And I'm like, fuck, this is gonna. And she never found my room. Needless to say, I made it to sleep. I woke up the next day as a proud monogamous non cheater. Nice, so, nice. I, By the way, it it, it could get no worse. It could get no worse. There is a girl actively hunting your ICBM. She is a missile hunter, dude. Do you think it was a defensive boner that you had? Yes. I was scared for my life. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have that reaction. But that's interesting about the codependency and how much they've been hanging out lately. Well, she she called. So they have been together a lot. And, uh. I don't know how I feel about it, right? So, like, I, I do something nice for my friend, I lose my friend. <laughs> no, I guess. No. So, but it's interesting because she called out that they were becoming codependent and she, like, suggested that they don't hang out one night. I thought yeah. that was, like, I got to give, like, major props to Stephanie. Yeah, facts. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie's yeah, yeah, a smart girl. She's a smart girl. I, uh, she's meeting some of my family tonight at a dinner we're all going to. So, who knows wait, how. Wait, wait. That's a big. Uh, well, no, it's not. No, it's she's not. meeting day. the parents. No, she's meeting. Oh. <laughs> you know who's. I'm coming to the dinner. Oh, it's like the first. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in the, the first. Uh, my little sister. My little sister. Yeah. Oh my Easiest gosh. one to test on, right? I, so easy, I can't yeah. wait for Abby to meet Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. Um, before we went to that party, I wanted to mention this really quick. Before we went to that party, we we're in an Uber, and uh, Mike's like down the street. He's like, Mike's like, Logan, look, and I look, I see a motherfucking coyote. <gasps> Sprinting down the street. This is it. This is my chance, bro. Because yeah, I didn't forget. I didn't forget what they did to my dog. Yeah, you could never. Ever. Did you forgive? No. No. And 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 I'll, I'm sure I'll outgrow this, but I still want vengeance. So I get out of the car. 
And me and Max start chasing after this coyote. Bro, I'm dead sprint. Coyotes are fast. I'm dead sprint down the street. We're going up the hill. And I'm, I'm actually gaining some distance on him. I'm pretty fast. Fastest man on the planet. And then I'm sprinting. <laughs> my fucking ankle twists, bro. I hit, it. I hit a curb wrong. My ankle goes. I'm like, no. My ankle twists. Coyote goes under a fence. Disappears forever. Gone. Into the night a ghost. An apparition, somebody say. So now I'm like, damn it. I just tried to chase a coyote. I rolled my ankle. I'm 0 for 2. I'm 0 for 2, and now I'm mad. So again, I've said this before, my warning for all the coyotes listening to this podcast. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I'm coming for you. You killed my dog, and you forced me to roll my ankle. I'm really upset at this point. They took your child, and now they've stolen your youth as well. It's oh gone from me. I can't You're walk. You're a feeble man Yo, now. I can't walk. Bro, we got to that party, and he's like, I really hope no one presses me tonight because I can't move. <laughs> you sounded like, you sounded like that guy. Yeah, you yeah, were the guy yeah. that had the spinal surgery. I told him, I'm like, just I'm, had I'm, spinal surgery. I'm, I'm like, bro, like, because this wasn't a typical like LA party. This was there was a the, it was just a crowd I haven't I hadn't seen before. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, if, if one of these fucking dudes wants to test me tonight, I'm in serious trouble because I can't really feel my ankle. Yo, and we're low and we're low key. Like, what do you tell me to say? I'm gonna jerk myself off. Or we're we're fucking peaking, bro. Like, we, what? You don't think so? No. What are parties been like for you lately? You, bro, it's been pretty fucking wild lately, dude. Well, How many I'm, fucking? Well, fucking not everyone's the shit like you, Mike. Mike's pretty cool. He's being an asshole because I the amount of pictures I saw you take in the past at the past three parties. But I'm never going to talk about it. Well, you told me when I was going to. You know who had a great time at that party? (laughs) Can you just ever just meet me on this fucking way? Evan's literally the coolest guy. And I wasn't even saying it like that. I was just saying the no one was going to press you, and it was a weird party because there's just so many people that were just like. Bro, you, you it's a different you, story. I, you threw me off. I mean, you got that clout. You got that clout now. He and, and you're semi new to it, bro. I mind you, I've been yeah, I've been here for five years, true. bro. That's I, true. That's true. I get it. Yeah, that's true. I I've been here. Yeah, but the coyote did fuck you up. You were fucked up. It just that that animal is 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 uh yeah I don't like it. It's pretty wily. Um, he just keeps hitting you over and over. Yeah, I I like especially when you're down too. I, I want to tell a story. <laughs> I want to tell a story. Um. This is one of those moments where I, I, I can choose whether or not to exploit my life, <laughs> my, especially my love life, which I try to keep secret, but I'll just do it. I'll, I'll do it. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I can be a pretty horrible booty call. Oh, God. Oh, this, is good. <laughs> this is good stuff. I can be a really bad oh, booty God. call. And last night was a prime example of that. No, wait. I thought you... I t- you- oh, I didn't tell you this story yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. I love when you tell me stories, too. This is great. All right, so I get the booty call text, and uh, I wasn't in the mood yesterday. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not asexual, but I'm just re- my libido's low lately because I think we've been vlogging. Semi-sexual? What'd you call it's it? It's a demisexual, <laughs> like a demigod who has sex. <laughs> Anyways, I, I get the booty call. This girl's beautiful, and you know we've had our fun in the past. So I say, I say, yeah. Fuck yeah! Come on, come on, come on to my house. Even though I know, for, for, I'm like, yeah, I can't get up right now. Like, I I want to go to sleep. I want to watch a movie and go to sleep, right? But I said yes. Um, so this poor girl came over and she's stuck with an asexual blabbering moron. All I care about is making jokes, making people laugh, and laughing with my friends in my boxers. So uh, last night she came over and she's she's like, I don't want to watch a movie. She's like grabbing me and she's like, I don't want to watch a movie. Let's go upstairs. I was like, uh. I kind of just want to watch the movie. Is that cool? She's like, no. I was like, all right. And on my way upstairs. Hold on. Can I put one pin in it? 
Sure. When you were when you were kind of uh, at one point when you were kind of telling her that you you were like wanted to watch the movie and shit, she made a recommendation f- for something to happen. Are we? No. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, we're gonna skip that part. <laughs> I go upstairs and uh, <laughs> David's uh, laughing. He knows uh, exactly what I'm talking. I, about. I heard it from the other room, but under the stairs, there's this uh, <laughs> there's this penis numbing spray. Have you guys heard of this shit? You spray it and it numbs your wee wee. Yeah, Is it the same? They co- want to sponsor it. That's oh, that's why they're. they're do we have the product to test? They do, but they didn't want to pay the quote. So oh, they didn't want to pay the quote. Point is, I, I tested it, bro, because I was bored. So I do what every normal man with penis numbing spray does. I numb my penis. Right? So, so now, now I, I have to tell this girl who's who's ready to go. We're in bed. She's like, "Come on, let's do this." I'm like, "I'm like, I have to be honest with you. I'm not in the mood at all." And I just sprayed my my dick with dick numbing spray. I can't feel anything. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's your problem? And so so I have a wet noodle, bro. And I'm in bed just like this. And uh now we got a problem, right? Because I can't, I can't, I'm useless. But it's a problem that you had a solution for. <laughs> you sick little fucking sly dog. Little did I remember. Our sponsor is Bluetooth. <laughs> Let's go. Anyways, if you love sex, you'll love Bluetooth.com. And I do like sex. Bluetooth offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom because we all like to last a little longer, go a few extra rounds. The, fa- the chewables can work faster than pills, up to twice as fast. And it only takes a few minutes to connect with a Bluetooth.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. There's no in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversations, waiting line at a pharmacy. And it ships to your door directly in a discreet package. They give you confidence in bed every single time. You and your partner will love it. My favorite saying, chew it. And do it. I got a great deal for you guys. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use the promo code LOGAN. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com promo code LOGAN. So anyways. Well, I don't know where to go now just because my my normal intuition would to be to ask you about the fact that you now had a monstrous, veiny penis that was numbed out and ready to destroy Narnia. Okay. Like you could take down yeah. global warming with this fuck. Yeah. You could take down student debt with this fucking yeah. thing. Because guess what? It's fucking rock hard, blue chewed out, and ready to fucking annihilate. Dude. Sure, sure. You're you're right, but we weren't there yet. So now we have to pass the time. So I'm like, fuck it. Look to my left. There's a joint next to my bed. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I smoke? I asked her for permission to smoke in my room. She's like, no, why are you asking me? I was like, I don't know, like, respect, like, I'm polite, whatever. She's like, no, I was like, bet. So I just pull back, bro. I light this joint and I start smoking, bro. Next thing you know, I'm high as fuck. All right. Nice. And I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> That's I'm, a deadly I'm laughing the whole time. Yo, I'm high as fuck. I got a ballistic missile as a penis that I can't feel. <laughs> I can't feel it. It's. It's it's numb. Just a javelin in your Bro, pants. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, now what, dude? So she goes, I'm sitting there and, and I'm laughing at myself. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know that, right? And I was like, I still am not horny. Like I, ha- I happen to be hard, but I don't want to do this. And she's like, you're literally the worst fucking booty call ever. I'm gonna call someone else. Yo, I go, I go, I know this girl, bro. She's she's kind of she's kind of a. Approved, like she doesn't put out. She she ain't fucking every dude in LA. She has like a rotation of three. The other two are out of town. So I'm high. She goes, I'm gonna call someone else. I go, bitch, you won't do shit. I'm the best you got. <laughs> so I, because I know she's not gonna, she's not gonna call anyone else. And uh, 
So I just laughed at her and uh, she gave you a little more time or what? No, I mean we made it work. And by the way, it was phenomenal. Yeah, the you showed up. Yo, she that, told me that she told me this morning. Yeah, that fucking, combo. That combo was gnarly. It's crazy. And by the way, it's a combo that I am. Well, no, I've never used the spray. Usually, uh, up until a couple months ago, alcohol was my numbing agent. So I would be all fucked up. Oh, you know, numb. you know what? Um, let me let me say this too. Yeah, yeah, of course. That spray. Uh, if you spray your penis with the spray. Which you do because that's what it's built to do. It has lidocaine in it, and so if the girl somehow magically puts her mouth on your ween, can she you guess no what happens to her mouth? No tooth, no tooth. Pain. She got a numb ass mouth, bro. She can't feel her mouth. It's like when you go to the dentist and they put the uh, sh- shots in your gums before they take your teeth out. She couldn't feel her mouth, bro. What if in some weird sexual de- way you do it, where you like wait till it dries and then wash it off? Sounds like somebody who knows speaking, Dylan. I did that. Wow. I mean, she goes, wash it off. I was like, I was like, <laughs> no, and she made me, she made me. And it was still numb, but that lidocaine is no joke. You know, it's funny. Even with her mouth numb, she still didn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A little chauvinistic. A little chauvinistic. Mac. Mac, it's weird. We invite you to the show and you bring this fucking yeah. male toxicity. Listen, I'm Let us go doing, back to talking about fucking faces. Shut I'm up. I'm literally doing anything I can to get us out of the dick sand. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. We are in imagine the dick Imagine some weird deviant. Shout out Spencer. Imagine some weird deviant sexual future at some like sexed out dentist office. <laughs> they use sex. Uh, they use light <laughs> up penises. And you go in there and you give a girl gives you head to get numb their bro. I, I, it's bad where we are now. We need it. We need so right, bad. I'm a head out. <laughs> you can't even say nice. that because it's a it's a it's a blowjob pun. Dude, don't be a dick. Ah, uh, true. You're doing it more. It's cool. Well, do I'm like I'm not just gonna come and go at your command. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's Mike. No, I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I do. We really need a girl for this show. Though. That's we're about what I'm to saying. have one. Are we? Oh, yeah. are, do we have a meeting with one tomorrow morning? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, so maybe the girl can help with this because, like, I'll feel weird talking about uh, genitals in front of her. Will and you? We'll stop. I will. Yeah, I, I have trouble. I try to ease, I ease, ease off in front of women about the genital talk. Really? Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. probably good to have someone that won't high five you after a story like that. But it's also perspective and different point of view. Oh yeah, yeah. Perspective. Oh, hey, nice. uh, uh, Mike asked a question about uh, this the other day. He came down the stairs and he said, "I gotta say something. Why are people so mean? Mm. Why are people so mean? It. It's 2020, and people are getting meaner, right? My knee jerk reaction was empathetic ignorance. I think I, I always flash back to a time when I was 13 or 14 years old, and I was like doing YouTube, so I knew what a hater was. I experienced it a little bit. I was in the YouTube community. I watched their videos. I, I saw what the, the mean things that the haters left on like uh, the Shea Carls of the world or uh, the Ray William Johnson. And, you know, they get hated on. And I remember someone made a video that I didn't like. And I typed my mean comment. I typed it out. Oh. And I looked at it. And before I pressed enter, I was like, whoa. Like, I went black for a second. I was like, why, why did I do that? What about me putting this person down in, in a very mean way? Uh, strikes me as uh, worthy or something to do. And so empathetic ignorance, I think people don't consider that their words and their actions really can affect another human being because they don't care. It's ignorance, right? Like you're online and you're, there's a phone in between you. This is the only thing separating you and the creator, the, 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 the person um, that goes to your school, whoever it is. And people don't think that by typing something mean on a phone, it can really affect someone's mental. And then Danny suggested um, it's a way 
to get people to feel better about themselves. Why? Yeah. Why they do it? Like, what's no. the catalyst? Is to make them feel better. The, the, by the way, I told. I think I told you this. The reason I came down with that mentality is because a um, a I guess you call her an actress. Someone from from that show, um, Love Island. Love Island. Yes. C- killed. Committed suicide. Yeah. Right, right, and 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 I saw a, a post from our friends at the Bread Batch on Instagram, and the comments of the post were, "Who cares, fucker? Who gives a shit? I didn't ask." Like just, just, um, just some really, really just like disgusting stuff. And and I I know when I talked to you about it, and and you brought up the em- uh, empathetic ignorance and not um being able to put yourself in the person's shoes, that made sense. But I then took it back a, a step even further. Like, what is the true catalyst? And I know Danny said it, it, it makes them feel better about, about themselves, but it's just, it, it, there was never a time in my life. And I think it just says a lot about, now I was doing other bad things that hurt myself. I hurt myself very badly, but there was never a time in my life where I wanted to go out of my way to make someone else's life not as worthwhile. That's what sets you it, apart, it, though. It, but and I and I think it is. And I and I always look back to my my very traumatic past or, or the days when I my darkest days where I was fucking myself into the ground, mm-hmm. and ask myself what was it that pulled me out. And a lot of times it was my thoughts on how my family would feel or how someone else would feel. So to your point, it is it is very much about your ability to connect with the greater human yes. race. I was going to say that you're even, very, even, it's very true. That's a very that's a very astute statement from you because honestly, like I think a lot of these people have been raised or have or are programmed incorrectly that they feel some sort of desire to hurt other people's feelings. There is not a day go that goes by in my life, and maybe it's because I'm 35, and maybe the internet wasn't around when I was 16. Who knows? But there's not a day that goes by in my life where I want to leave a comment that puts someone down. Mm-hmm. Never. I've never, ever, ever done it before. I, I'll, I'll make jabs at friends, of course, stuff like that. But if someone dies, we've talked about this with the guy with the Kobe yeah. thing, or if someone's having a tough time with mental illness or whatever, seeing that stuff, it really, really, really pains me. And I, and, and I just wrapping up the, the last page of my book that I just wrote, the last thing I wrote was the one thing I would urge people to do is be fucking good to each other. Find a way to brighten other people's lives in some fucking way. I don't care what it is. Hug a, hug a stranger, talk to someone who's lonely, help someone. But at the very least, stop being mean to people. Stop making yourself feel better and making up for what lacks in your life by putting someone else down. It's just, it's just not, it's not cool. It's, it's kind of gross. The rock said this he's 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 said it for a while now he said uh it's nice to be important but it's important to be nice and and you know it's it's the rock it's one of the biggest celebrities in the world and he's even moving with that attitude our conversation evolved um into and what i was going to say was even even during your darkest days like innately you are you're a smart human you're not just smart because like you worked hard like i believe intelligence is like a a genetic trait and you were you were even again at at your darkest days operating at a higher conscious level than most people where you realize like i don't have to put other people down to make me feel better about myself and then our conversation evolved into are mean uh, people stupid was that what it was? I was just no. I was gonna say like the idea of talking shit, right? So 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 yeah, yeah. so being a hater, saying something mean, and then talking shit. You will never find a successful person 
an elevated person, Very like, ele- a yeah, conscious person yeah, yeah, yeah. talking shit. No, it, they they don't do it. And it's the opposite. Yeah, facts. They're building people up. They don't. They don't. They don't waste time speaking negatively about other people. And and we're we're surrounded by these people. And even like we still fall in, unfortunately, the trap of like doing it. Sometimes I did it with. The, I I personally speak for myself and say I did it with the with the girl with the BJ scandal. And I think. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people watching this, by the way. I caught a little bit of heat for that. Not not much, but um, there's people that are watching this that don't know that that girl had texted me after the fact and said, hey, listen, all this is fair play. It's doing exactly what I want it to do. You keep talking shit. Please keep doing it. Like she's asking me. I have the text messages to prove it. But it wasn't on her to tell me that was okay. And that was me falling back and uh, falling into something that is not me. And I, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to apologize for it. I think I got a little bit out of hand and I, and I, I roasted a little hard, but I don't want the people watching the show to think that is indicative of the person who I am or to think that it's okay to go and, and, and talk shit about people. It's just, it's a, it's a very juvenile, very junior varsity thing to do. It's, it's, it's just, it doesn't do anything for you. The, the biggest note that I made that a lot of people have been sticking to is there's nobody out there who's winning in any major way like no, i made a tweet that said i don't think that anyone that talks shit online gets any ass i i don't i don't think that like i don't see some dude that has either a girlfriend or that gets any play yeah talking but, shit but also, online. Also, yeah like, I, I, get I get it i get it it's not the success see, my, it was one. It my, was one. my rebuttal yeah to that would be like uh and I said this when we were talking. I think it's human nature to judge or to assess and conclude. Like when you hear hear people saying like, "I'll oh, stop judging me." Like it, it's that is that is a term high schoolers use. Humans by nature assess and conclude. And if you want to call it judging, whatever. No, it's you. You see something, you take in information, and then you come to the logical conclusion on how to act or what to do next. Yeah. So, although yes. I want to be as elevated as humanly possible. I also think it's unrealistic to not assess and conclude that some people are fucking morons. And, and if, I, if I if I like talk shit, which by the way I will in the future, I'm not going to stop. I'm just saying like, if you can try to check yourself before you talk shit. Like sometimes if something comes from the heart. Sometimes you feel a certain way, you want to be vocal about it. But um, there's always a way to give good constructive criticism without being a hater. I like know. if you truly oh, yeah. don't like something, oh, yeah. you can express your they disinterest. Don't have- a different way. You can you can be constructive. You can offer what your perspective was on what you saw, or I agree. Just you, you, you viewed. You know, it could be anything. You're but right. You can apply some sort of positivity to the negative view that you had of the content you consumed. Facts. But sometimes, bro, I want to call the bitch a bitch. Yeah. And like you said it, you're like, yo, I don't know if I'll ever reach a level where like I'm. And by the way, I, I agree. Like I ideally, yes, dude, I am the perfect human who's 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 never saying anything mean about anyone. But oh, yo, if a bitch is a bitch, I'm gonna call him a bitch. That's that's yeah. the th- that's the thing that's important here. People, that's <laughs> that's the thing that's important here, and I'll tell you why. The shit that we talked, or that I I'll, I'll continue to speak for myself. The shit that I talked on that episode, I talked in the face of a toxic situation mm-hmm. where where I was wronged. I was wronged. And and by the way, someone that I care about was wronged even worse. The only time you will ever see me caught up in shit talking is when I am, when there's a catalyst that affects me. Mm-hmm. The, 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 even then I wish I didn't do it. I wish I didn't feed into it. I wish I elevated above it. Like a, like a, um, Jeff Bezos. No, a, Mac Bilski? No, the the fucking David, the German videographer. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm just saying the, the British dude with the talking of the nice stuff. What's that now? 
Russell Brand. Thank you. Russell Brand. Elevated. <laughs> probably would, if you slapped his mom in the face, he'd probably be like, all right, that wasn't very nice. And I see you're feeling very angry, but we can help you with that. Like, I aspire to be that. I'll never be that either. I, I wish, I, I honestly do wish, we, we, I want to move on, but I wish we would have yeah, asked Russell Brand, who's like, I consider the most woke man I know, oh what, God, what he dude. would do if someone slapped his mom in the face. We know what uh, Dan Pena would do. We know what Dan Penny would He'd do. Bite his nose off. Yeah, bite facts. his fucking nose facts, off. Facts. Here we are. We're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are? It's 6 p.m. Yeah, no, Jeff Bezos committed $10 billion. This is, finally! God dang it. $10 billion to fight climate change. Yes, Jeff. That is a lot That's of money. That, that is, is a lot of that money. That is a lot of money. <sighs> do you think it's like cash going directly to the icebergs? Oh yeah, I don't know. Where oh, do you yeah. think like rebuild the maybe, icebergs? Maybe with I should cash. have read about this. An Earth Fund, he called it. Mm. It's the Earth Fund. I'm thrilled to announce I'm launching the Bezos Earth Fund. Climate change is the biggest threat to our planet. I want to work alongside others, both to amplify known ways and to explore new ways of fighting and devastating impact of climate change on this planet we all share. The global initiative will fund scientists, activists, NGOs, any effort that offers a real possibility to help preserve and protect the natural world. We can save Earth. It's going to take act, collective action from big companies, small companies, nation, nation states, global organizations, and individuals. Jeff Bezos stepping up to the plate. It's cool to see a billionaire act on something. Um, Yo, these new billionaires like are dope. Yeah, like facts. Elon. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. We're going to build rockets, go to Mars. Jeff Bezos, same thing, saving the Earth. Old billionaires were like, I need more oil. More money. Where's the train? You know, I need uh, more cars. Like when when uh, when Notre Dame burned down. Yeah. And like the next day. Oh yeah, like a couple Hundreds billionaires of millions of dollars. pledged a billion dollars to help fix it. Yeah, and then uh, when the forest was burning in Brazil, like no, no one, did no one stepped up. This is it's really cool to see a billionaire apply their uh, their wealth towards keeping our, our planet uh, uh, and also intact. a lot of wealth, not just like here's a hundred million. No, He's that's like, a lot. That's a here's, lot. Here's one. I'm look tenth up. of what I have. Oh, you know what though. He, so he's worth 129.9 billion. So so probably roughly like seven eight percent of his of, of his uh, net worth, which is awesome. But it's a pledge, so it's not a donation right now. It's it it, this, it could take him to the end of his life. Or well, did, even he, further. Well, did he put a timeline on it? Did he, some some pledges could be like over the next five years? I don't, I I don't think that's the I don't think that's the issue. If, no, if the dude's it, gonna yeah. give ten ten million dollars to protect the earth, billion billion, yeah, yeah. Yep. ten billion, it. yeah. He uh, he spent a good amount of uh, money at Live too during the Super Bowl. <laughs> You Can told you me he was How there. How crazy is that? Bro, he's like a, he's like a, he goes, they're cool. Mike, Mike goes, are cool Mike, goes yeah. Mike goes, yo, you won't believe who I saw at live last night. I go, the fact that you just said that sense to me, I'm yeah. so disinterested. Yeah. Don't even tell me. He goes, no, I got no, something. I, this, was like one of the, this was like one of the one times where it was acceptable to say it. Jeff fucking Jeff Bezos <laughs> had a table at fucking live nightclub, bro. Cause he, he's single now. Yeah. Or does he, he have, girlfriend. he's got the, the side chick is his now his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah? Um, Damn! How do you imagine Jeff Bezos takes uh, interest in your like? It's over. There's no. There's no coming back from that. So she was the wife of like the biggest agent in L.A., Patrick White. Oh, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like who Patrick? I mean, like. But it just showed you like how power shifted. Like a hotshot agent compared to Jeff Bezos. Dude, he's got a hundred billion. What's Jeff Bezos' ex-wife doing? Because I am single. What? So like, what, is, what is she doing? Do you want to know what she's doing? Yeah. She's <laughs> counting money, and she's going to be counting money for the rest of her days on this planet. Something tells me she doesn't give a fuck. Do you, you know what the settlement was, right? How much? Half. Half. Half what? Of his money. Shut the fuck. Yeah, half of Amazon. Half of his stake in. I don't wait, think. Sorry, let me pull it up. We got to be careful. Wait, I, I, no, okay, but she so, got a lot. I don't know. I don't. On, I don't on. know if it's too much because she was with him. She's a real day one, bro. And so, like, how much? Of his success 
can he contribute to her? Sorry. There's probably a hefty chunk Jeff- that like she kept him mentally stable. She motivated him. She told him he could do it when he was just in his little office with Amazon in the sign behind him. Like <laughs> she got so uh, 20, 20 million Amazon shares worth an estimated thirty eight billion dollars. <laughs> what's what's her name? What's her name? Mackenzie. Uh, hey, yeah, Mackenzie Mc- Bezos. She was with him from the beginning. That'd be a hot vlog, bro. Yo, Mackenzie, uh, be in my vlog. A- automatically, <laughs> automatically made her the third. <laughs> automatically made her the third richest woman on earth. Dylan just held up a sign that said, happiest moment in your life. This one right now. Question mark. Could I, could I just say uh, 25% of the, uh, of the Amazon stock that they, that they co-owned. So mm-hmm. they owned, say they owned a hundred percent share. She got to a quarter of it. So I said a half, excuse me. Happiest moment in your life. Let's go around the room. Do you have a happiest moment? I try to, I try to, when I'm like feeling extreme elation, I try to clock and be like, yo, I call them life moments. Like this is a life moment when it's something like, um, uh, not the the happiest, but like one of many that I thought was like a life moment that was super cool was when uh, I was on an episode of Jake's Disney show. (laughs) Um, Bizarre Vark? Yeah. Yeah. Like acting alongside my brother in his Disney Disney channel show coming from... Ohio, like two kids who like yeah, yeah, yeah. technically uh, on paper were going to amount to be nothing. Right. Wrestlers. Like, like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what life had planned for us. Um, and then just, that was a moment when I look, I look, what? I was just thinking about my happiest moment. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't know. That was just a really cool moment where I was like, Oh my God, this is very, very real now. 100%. That was cool. What's up. Wait, we got one. Uh, I have I have two. Uh, one was when I had my first child. Okay, um, that hasn't happened yet, but I think that's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. out of your fucking mind. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. And then the second one, <laughs> when we were at the ranch just recently. Yeah. Really, I felt yeah. it, it was weird. I was standing out in this field looking at this mountain cauldron, and just like a perfect feeling washed over me, where I felt like my my body felt perfect. I was in a perfect mental state. I was yeah. peaceful. I was with my friends. I was doing the things that I love to do. And it's like when all of those factors combine, you know, external environment plus internal happiness, it was like, wow, I feel, I felt perfect. And I I think I told you, I walked up, I was like, I feel perfect right now. Yeah, you did say that. And it was just a, you know, it was, it was simple, but it was like that kind of simplicity is what I've always wanted for my life. And it felt so great. I would say, I would say mine is probably, the external one was probably seeing my little sister get married mm. just because it was, uh, um, I missed her. I missed my little sister's graduation from college because I was an addict mm. and, um, it was, it's a, it's a moment that I'll, I'll never get back. I didn't, I didn't see her graduate college and it's a, a, a big regret of mine. Uh, and so to be able to see her, to, to be able to be clean, uh, and to give the, this, best man speech or, or actually I gave the speech for her side. So the bridesmaid speech was kind of actually weird. Now that I think of it, uh, <laughs> uh, but to see her walk down the aisle, see my mom crying, my dad crying, um, and to, and to be there for that was awesome. And then, and then on the external side, wait, wait, yeah. And not to be that guy, but yeah, sure. Um, was that the happiest moment of your life before or after you shit your pants at, <laughs> at her wedding? How is how crazy is that? That the, that potentially <laughs> the greatest moment of my life and the most 
Mike, we know you're on a roller coaster. Met that's what Dave. it is. In reality, that's crazy. Uh, it was before, before. That's that's wild to imagine that I, I still that I shit my pants at that wedding. From drugs? Nah, 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 nah. I was completely sober. I ate a uh, bad Cubano sandwich at a uh, <laughs> gas station in Washington D.C. That's I, your yeah, own fault. Yo, yo, that's imagine, your own imagine fault. Imagine turning the rented tuxedo, returning the rented tuxedo back to Men's Warehouse. Uh, no, we, you don't. When we, I think I'm banned. We thought we thought he was banned. We had to go to get suits for the <laughs> impulsive uh, uh, at Jake's wedding, and we were surprised when they let Mike back in. It was it was a shitty situation. I. Literally. That was that was that was that was probably my that was probably my highest and lowest moment in my life. <laughs> and then and then uh for on the on the external side or for me personally, to Max point, like you have the ranch and shit, it's it's funny because they kind of compete, but whenever I'm in the water, dude, I, and obviously this goes back to the lazy river oh. thing so much, but um I've had times recently in in my, you know, current life where I've been in the middle of the Pacific looking at the palm trees by myself, you know, off offshore a little bit, just floating around um, where I am able to calm my racing mind and drop some of my anxiety and actually feel happy about life. That's amazing. And so I, and so that would probably be somewhere on the coast of California and, you know, soaking up the California sun and just taking it all in and just knowing that I made it out of hell and, you know, I'm in a pretty good place in my life now. Yeah. You know? Things have been really good lately. Yeah. It feels really, really nice. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's very cool. Yeah. Like hopefully, hopefully you guys watching this can feel some of our energy and apply it to your life. Like that's a, that's the number one thing throughout all of, all my content is I want to, uh, even if it's just a little bit be inspirational and motivational in the slightest degree. Um, and if I can be a role model or a beacon of, of light, hope, optimism, whatever it is that then I am winning. Um, then I become happy. All right. I think that's it. Dude, <laughs> will that Uber story, uh, <laughs> escape us if we hold it for another place yeah <laughs> it will it will it'll it'll when the time's right oh we're gonna we'll save it we're talking about it? you playing the game oh yeah we'll get, we'll get mike is that. a sick and twisted yeah we'll talk person. about it another time that's all you uh, need to been know. on set for a while now. all right hit that subscribe button we're about to hit two million god damn it all right we love you guys <laughs> thanks for listening to a take it easy Peace.